You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, I'm your host TK, and we're not full strength, but I do have Andy here. Now Andy, I want to open today asking, who is your favourite NRL fantasy player of all time? Look, may not be full strength, I reckon we're probably just above full strength with the people we've got here. Well no, no <laughs> Cooper Johns tonight, so. Um, my favourite NRL fantasy of all time, I feel like this guy is a bit of a soft spot for me, um, he was the one of the OG players. He averaged 57 across his whole career okay. in fantasy. Yep. A forward, but a goal-kicking forward. Uh, any, any takers so far? I'm going to say... Silver Fox. Does he work for the Fox Sports? He, yes, he does. Ah. Yes, he does. Corey Parker. He actually Can't. won me my first... Uh, so, yeah, he started playing, what, eight eight years ago in yeah. drafts, and he actually won me the, won me the comp. Just Absolute gun back in the day, mate. He was a st- and like and sixty was a massive score back then. He was scoring sixties like pretty often, fifty-seven points per game as an average. It's pretty goddamn good, especially in the in the first couple of years. But yeah, so he won with my first trophy. So yeah, uh, he's always got a soft spot in my heart. Old Corey Parker, nice. I like that one. Good start. Now bringing in, we've got Kyle tonight, and he's obviously a regular. He's always on the Wednesday show. But Kyle, g'day. Same question, mate. Who is your favourite NRL fantasy player of all time? Yeah, another guy I've got a soft spot for. Um, Corey Parker was one of them that was on my list. Um, but another guy, uh, a, a warrior uh, by the name of Simon Mannering. Mm, oh, yes. That's a good he one. Was the, uh, he was always the, the DPP, slot him into the centres, played either you know lock or back row, and was always scoring you 55-plus every week. So he was always a, a start with at the start of the year, never played origin, slot him into the centres and set and forget, off you go, always produced the good scores. Nice. Well, boys, I'm just going to wrap it up with another lock. Now, <laughs> this guy's been. This guy is probably the goat of all time. Now, he is. I might be biased because he is a sharky. Now, 2015, he averaged 60 minutes, 220 meters run, and 34 tackles in just base stats per game. We're literally talking about a 60 average. Imagine we could actually find someone with that. That's names not playing harsh these days, but. Jesus, boys, Paul Gallen, he just wraps up a, a, you know, that's a magical three players, I think, there. Imagine that as your background. Yeah, they're all locks as well. Yeah. I understand, yep. Kyle, with the uh, with the Warriors as well, sort of being double love for you. But, yeah, TK, we, with Gallen, I feel like, I think halfway through his career, as he was getting older, he realised he that he was playing fantasy and people were picking him. Yeah. So that's why he was staying on long guard, doing the Nathan Highmarsh flop on every tackle. Just Mate, to he captain himself. <laughs> he captain himself for sure. <laughs> 100% <did>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're three minutes in. We've hit the high of the show. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, so, it's all downhill from here. Catch you. Catch you later. But yeah, plenty to chat about tonight. We'll go through all the TLT news, 
wrap up with some burning questions or your questions answered as well. Before you do that, thank you to everyone uh, leaving all those awesome, great Spotify and Apple reviews. Really appreciate that. So if you haven't yet, just jump on, rate the podcast. Just a reminder, our weekly competitions will be out tomorrow on Thursday at 12 p.m. New South Wales time. So we've got free NFT cards, courtesy of Game Day Squad, who was on Sunday with Gussie and also Talking League merch. So we always wear our Talking League merch around. I'll talk about it a little bit later. But boys... TLT news. Now, plenty to talk about. This is one of probably the best TLT I feel of the year. It was really juicy. I was going through it because naturally um, in draft league, you've, you've got, I think you have your RFA set in, mm. but it's it's all about that four o'clock. So you're fresh yeah. and looking at all the, all the scores. But, mate, there were some crazy changes in many in multiple teams. Absolutely. Now, Isaiah Tass, he keeps his spot ahead of Tane Mill, who's returning from suspension. He's on the extended bench. No Kurt Capehorn, Payne Haas, which is huge news for the Broncos. They do have Jake Turpin back on an extended bench. Adam Elliott, he keeps his number nine jersey for the Raiders. Jared Croker finally back starting. Matty Frawley is the new 5'8", with Charles Nickel Clockstack back at fullback. Brian Toho and Moses Liotta are included on an extended bench, but expected to play. Tom Opacic returns for Parra with Dylan Brown back to his normal 5'8 position. Sean Russell back on an extended. Thank you for that one. Tommy Turbo's back. Ben Turbo back in the centres. Brad Parker and Jason Saab both out. Luciano Leilu is out. Alex Safarth in for the Tigers. Stefano is back on the interchange bench. Returning Roosters in Daniel Tupo and Paul Momorowski. And the man himself, Billy Smith, is off the missing persons list. Oh, he's Casper. Back. Casper's back. He's back. The police have found him, and he's back on an extended bench. <laughs> David Fafita is out, replaced by Kevin Proctor. Newcastle, mass, cha- mass changes. Tex Hoy replaces Jake Clifford. Clune replaced by Crossland. Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Dong, Dom Young return. Leo Eeyore Thompson to start at 13. And we've got Brady Jones. He now... He's on the police missing list because we've got no idea where he is. <laughs> Cowboys 1-17. Cotter finally gets a number 10 jersey here. I'm interested to see whether he can even fit in a number 10 jersey. Well, it's got to be the, it's probably very loose on him, isn't it? They should get one of the old, you know, the old ones from the 90s where it's just like baggy. <laughs> no, I reckon it's probably an under, under 18s jersey because he's tiny, the bloke. Yeah, he's, he's not big. But I love him. I love him. At the Storm, Jordan Green into the 17. Jack Bird, he's made some sort of Jesus recovery and he's killed himself to be back for the Dragons from a broken arm. I don't know. Never heard that before in one week. At the Sharks, Vanukin returns at lock. McInnes back to the bench. Trindle back to the extended. And Connor Tracy returns on the extended. DWZ, a healthy return for the Warriors. Bailey Sheridan to 18th man. Ellie Katoa to start. Aaron Penn returns from suspension. Now, boys, let's just have a little... I'll just read a little bit of talk. Talking talk in merch, that's out now. So grab your favourite Rabs Warren fantasy star. That's probably my favourite. Flat, flat Track Bullies is also pretty there. So 50% goes to the Talking League... No, sorry. Talking League profit goes to the Mental League Foundation. So pretty much Mental League Foundation helps... A lot of tough... You know, players do it tough, especially after retirement. A lot of things like they go on tough times with financials. And then they can't afford bills and things like medical. So it goes to all that. And then the other 50% actually raises money to go to you guys for competitions. <laughs> <laughs> so get in now. I'll have all the links or just go to rugbyleaguemerch.com. But boys, let's rip in because we've got plenty to talk about tonight. I want to talk about Payne Haas to start. Kyle, I'll get you in first. Now, he's an 880, sorry, 893K player, break even of 80 this week. But... Talk to me. He's in your team, but we obviously need to give advice to the people. What's your thoughts on him with, you know, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Yeah, mate, um, I'm going to hold him this week. I, uh, no one really knows how long it's going to be. You know, it's 
it's only it's only on the minor side of a of a um an AC joint strain. Eh? So yeah. um, I don't think it's gonna he's gonna be out that long, and I don't think it's a good option to sell him. Good luck trying to get him back later um, when he's when he's gunning it later on in the end of the year. And he's definitely someone you're really gonna want in your team going uh, on the run home. So it's gonna take two trades, you know, one to trade him out and one to get him back. And then good luck later getting it back, as I said. So for me, he's a hold, definitely a hold. Um, he's not going anywhere for me. Andy, are you in the same boat as Cole? Yeah, I'm on the same boat. Uh, I think I have got minimal trades. <laughs> so I've been trading <laughs> left, right, centre. So <laughs> I can't afford to get him out and then get him back in. So he's just going to be a hold for me. And he's just a bit of a tough, just a bit of a tough bastard, you know, like... Even when he got injured the first time, he, got, he went back on and he still got up to the 60s. Mm. He only just sort of just re-aggravated it. So I reckon a week off of doing well and I reckon he'll come back firing. Yeah, NRL Physio was saying that on his new podcast, The Magic Sponge. Definitely subscribe to that, that he probably does need one or two weeks off. But you know what? I'm going to go against both of you. I reckon he's a massive sell and I did it three weeks ago. Not to say that I knew that he was going to get injured, but I just thought that the biggest thing that I th- always thought is once I got Cleary into this team, because in round one, if Cleary was available in round one, I would have never had Huss. Mm. So yeah, the, the way I thought about it was Huss gave me the opportunity because he's worth so much to spread my cash a little bit. And that I was able to sell Billy Walters to Cotter and then go Huss to TPJ. So it's worked out really well. But I'm a bit of a gunslinger as well. But I don't think it's I don't think you need Huss, especially when it's not even like what I just did. But I think you can even go down to an IPAP not have to worry at all about kind of the origin period. I'm really worried about, one, Haas playing so... Like, when you play such extended minutes and you put yourself out there to do so much running and tackling, you're probably due to get injured, right? Because it's just... The game is such a contact-based game that the law of probability probably says he's going to get injured at some point, right? Yeah, but when you look back at... Tam Lolo did it for years, you yep. know, before, yep. he, obviously, he's become a little bit older. He's something he's found the fountain of youth recently and he's yeah. come back. But he was doing yeah. it for, you know, three years in a row where he's just 300 metres a game, just running hard, playing yeah. 80 minutes. So I, I don't see no reason why Payne Haas can't, especially at his age. And he's doing all this during Ramadan. Oh, that's crazy. It's, it's unreal. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. I, I, I don't – yeah, I'm on the other end. I'm on the hold section. I reckon you can yeah. do it. I love it. And you know what? I'm going to give you even two you can sell to. Another man you just said. If you, this is the thing. If you get rid of Haas, you're going to need a stacked mid. And the guys that I think you're going to need, if you're not going to get IPAP, you can't afford him, you're definitely going to need Lolo in there. And you're definitely going to need TPJ in there. And I think that will give you enough ammunition, especially if you've got a couple of guys on the bench like a Cotter and potentially a Josh Jackson as well. I think it will give you enough depth. And I think all those guys will go 50 plus and more than outweigh having Haas. Well, what's that free up? Because the Haas is like 960 and Cotter's so he's, he's is only 890 or 890. 890 yeah. So still get you 200K. Yep. So, so Lolo would be my number one pick. The other thing that yep. really worries me is if they bring him back and his break even of 80, that money will kind of start drying up too. Because that's high for Haas, even for, for him to average 80. He would have to play an 80 minute game. So yeah, that, that's that's true. But when when you've got like someone like a Haas, he's a keeper. It doesn't matter what his price is doing and what his B is doing as a keeper all year, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. And yeah. it's good if you haven't got him and you want him to drop down and he's got a high B a year. But 
it's not going to. I don't think it's. See, this is what I love about Kyle because Kyle's a lot more conservative than me. So (laughs) I reckon that's how half the fantasy world is. But half of them are gunslingers like me, taking risks. Half of them are very conservative, but very smart coaches like Kyle. I change week to week and when it does benefit me. <laughs> <laughs> you just change the narrative, man. But oh, I've got a good narrative for Manly coming up. Do you? Right? Yeah, I can't wait, actually. But, yeah, um, like, TK, I see what you're saying, though. Like, you know, um, you do get rid of hearts. You can spread your money around and really up in some of those those positions that are tough. And I do see where you're coming from with regard to that and the spreading of the cash. It actually makes your team look real gun because you've got all these different gun players, not just the one Haas. Hey, Kyle, can I ask, did you have a haircut for tonight? Because you're nah, looking fresh, bro. Are you, this is how you're trying to get into the team by just like out freshening the guy with no <laughs> hair, Cooper Johnson. Well, he's got yeah. Cooper's got no hair, so he's all he's already up went up. Yeah, Kyle's looking good. Kyle's looking good. Are we in the greens, right? Are we in the greens? Maybe twenty twenty one or more trades. You can probably punt Haas. Yeah, because you might be able to get him back, but anything under nineteen, there's no. You yeah, if you don't have if you've got nineteen trades, I don't think you should do it. But yeah, yeah, I yeah think cool. That's that's me. If you yeah, got that's, that's, that, that's why shooters holding. <laughs> it's tough. It's it's also yeah, a fact that do you how far back are you, or are you kind of in the top five hundred? And what will they do? Like maybe have a discussion yeah. with some of the guys in the top five hundred and just see. Of course. Where it's all flowing, and then I think that'll make a decision. Well, look at all the um, look at TLT this week. How many changes did you just name? You put, yeah. We went for a half an hour of the pod. That's that's a lot of yeah. plays. If you had any of those, sometimes you just you got to have those trades. See, week. ladies and gentlemen, I'm coming seventeen hundred, so I'm on the I'm on the push, and I'm telling you to sell him. And I know everyone ahead of me's got him, so you know what? All of you hold and don't play it, and I'll have an extra play this week. <laughs> Nah, just kidding. Sell him. Sell him. <laughs> Boys, I've got to talk to you about Talon May because this is going to be an interesting one because all the mail says is Brian Toho is playing on Friday. They're also saying that he's training on the left wing, which means that Talon May is probably gone. Andy. <laughs> I don't believe that. Why? I, you think Staines is going to go? I think if you look, not, not just NRL, but at, at fantasy as well, like he's just so much, he's just a, just a more dynamic winger. You know, he runs a ball back. Staines yeah. just doesn't he just doesn't have the strength to bring it back and do what they need to do. Yeah, he's a pretty classic finisher, but Talon May just has he's just more dynamic. I don't I'm know gonna, how I'm they gonna can disagree do that. I'm gonna disagree with you. I reckon Charlie Staines has massively improved last this week. I reckon if he was playing on the left wing, we would have been seeing the same production that Talon May does. Just the way the ball was flowing was just going more to May. Show the ba- show that to me in fantasy stats. Yeah, but fantasy's not NRL. <laughs> You but just said it, NRL. It still, it, it still gives you an idea of how much metres they make. Also, I think Talon May is starting to get caught out in defence on the left side. and I think they've got to split the two rookies up. Either way, I still think he's a hold. He's named there. I don't. I, yeah. I think he's definitely got some emergencies if he doesn't, but I reckon he's a hold this yeah. week. I'll tell you what the beauty is, Kyle, is the fact that they play on the Friday. So you've got a lot of time yeah. Yeah. to actually make the decision. Because, yeah. Kyle, yeah. Uh, even for yourself, because the fact of the matter is if, if Toho replaces him, that means he's out of the team, and the only way he's coming back is an injury. So yeah, it, it's right. a long way. It's we got four weeks to round thirteen for off. Yeah, we didn't sure. ever think five hundred and fifty eight k. That's too yeah. long to hold him, man. Yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah. What you're looking at there, like, uh, if you just make one trade before the game, if he does not play, you can then trade him. And if you've got a bit of money in the bank, you can then um, upgrade him if you really want to, or you can just hold him. It's up to you. But with them playing that early, you can then gun him up. Yep. Uh, you know, up to someone around the six fifty seven hundred if you've got the money in the bank. If you if you do choose to do that, so there is an option. If you just use the one trade and just wait, if he plays, cool, hold it, and just maybe only make the one trade. If not, go two. If you really want to get rid of him, I yeah, like that. I like that as well. Yep. Boys, who are we trading him for to get people ready? Andy, your thoughts? 
Oh, geez, I didn't uh, pick one, but if you have him in your centre spot, I honestly think Burton could be on back on the up. Yeah, he's he, here. He hasn't lost too much money, hasn't gained too much, but the dogs, Fano's just unlocked him, I think. Yeah. He's finally going to be to form. Kyle, I've got, you You were obviously on holidays last week, but you listened to me and Trudeau, and I, I put forward David Nofaluma, and I think uh, what I saw from him on Sunday, 56 in just base, people were worried about him not scoring that high without tries. But he more than did it on the weekend. Have you had a look at him, man? Yeah, I actually did, mate. Um, I, I do, you know, uh, a few years back when he was really gunning it, uh, he sort of returned to that sort of form, eh? Like, um, you know, he doesn't he doesn't need to score tries in the attacking stats to get those good points and the base stats are returning. And uh, and I do remember you speaking about the way Jackson Hastings is, is sort of setting him up on that right-hand side. And if he continues to do that, then... There's no reason why you couldn't go to Nofaluma, and he's yep. is he about the same price, or is he a bit cheaper? So he's um, one dollar less, yeah, one one k less. Oh, yeah. So it's a nice straight swap. I mean, yeah, but up he's to not you. playing. Um, he's not playing this week, though. Who Nofaluma? Yeah, he's out for concussion. Is he? Yeah. Did you just make that up? No, hundred percent not playing. So they've got uh, Asu Kapoor. Uh, on the wing. There you go. We're about so, to so don't do that, guys. <laughs> I, I didn't even hey. notice that. He, is that, nah, is that a GR? He's not playing. Oh, no. Nah. Yeah, he's not there. No, nah, it's not. It's Kapoa. There you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh. don't don't do that because <laughs> there you go. You know what? I'll, I'll give you another one because I had two. <laughs> Joey Manu, 594K. Yeah, probably, a little bit, little bit it's pricier. It's a little bit pricier, but you know, you're going to plan start planning for that round 13. He's a jewel. Yeah, Kiwi. jewel too. You know, over the last five games, he's hit 350-plus games. He has had 20, two 25s in the middle. I do expect the Roosters to do one of these. Look, the Chookies, even in the years they won the comp, they were always slow starters. I expect them to yep. find what works eventually. They've got too many good players not to. I think realistically, I think he knows he's got to swap the halves over. But it's just when he does it, that's going to be the case. But, boys, yep. let's let's move on. So, Joey Money, have a look at that one. Boys, hooker, hookers are really a couple of pod, three pod hookers that I want to discuss with you guys tonight. And we'll discuss Sam Verrills, Reese Robson, and Reed Marnie. Now, Kyle, I'll start with you because we've been discussing a little bit of Sam Verrills on our group chat. Talk to me about him because you're, you're really keen, man. Yeah, I've always been um, – I've always sort of – kept an eye on him just to see how he's going. Um, you know, he is, as I said, he started the year quite now, you know, the last couple of games, 57-48, which is, you know, is as good for the minutes he's playing. Um, but to be honest, I did look back and his um, average um, as a hooker is only around like about the 44, and that's in 68 minutes. So technically, when you look at hookers, uh, you know, that's not really where you want them to be playing 68 average minutes, really, is it? 44 points. Um you know, like he's currently priced at the thirty-seven, and he's averaging around the mid forties. This year's forty-four point seven average this year. Yep. Uh, from his three games, so there's some money to be made if he continues. But I just, I just think that you could probably uh, look somewhere else. So for me, I'd say that he's an avoid for me at the moment until he can constantly or consistently produce those mid forties, even or sorry. He needs to be producing at least sort of a 50-odd score for a hooker for me, especially with those minutes. Yeah. Andy, did I notice you got Connor Watson back in draft? Was there a bit of news about him? No, that was only to do the loop. So oh, okay. So you're just cheating. Had, had a high player. No cheating is part of the game. That's part of the game. <laughs> nah, he's still got that throat um, injury, so they're still predicting round 10. So it could be next week. Okay. Yeah. Um, with me, I, I think 
Reese Robson's a bit of a look in, isn't he? Oh, mate, I was yeah. yeah. Especially with no look, yeah. I, I know Reed Marnie. He, he is coming back into a bit of form, but he still burnt me from the start of the season, so <laughs> I'm off him. But Reese Robson, he's looking pretty good in hooker. Has an 80 minute hooker too. He's he's really good. And they're they're finally winning, and he's finally getting a bit of consistency yeah. at 80. So and you know what's also we you didn't comment. You didn't comment on your boy. Who's oh, that? Cotter. He, he's a hooker as well. Oh, no, we've got plenty of questions on yeah. that <laughs> I didn't want to give you – I didn't but want to do favouritism. They're pretty much similar price, but Robson's cheaper. But him coming into an 80-minute 80, 80 role, he's, he's probably got some um, – he'd probably got up and up from now. And the thing is, yeah. with Drinky playing so good, like Hammer needs to be there, and his role yeah. right now is 14, which means you're not going to carry a hooker because then yeah, Cotter, Cotter can carry it anyway. But Robson, 54 and 63 when he's hitting 80 minutes the last two or three games. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty good. No one owns him. Pretty much in the top five thousand people. Like, um, I'm sorry. probably going to give him one more week. Just to, oh, I really want to just make sure that they keep that utility there because that's a big thing I think for Robson. But can't see them not though. Like they played so well. Like Parramatta's not a, not a terrible team. They yep. dominated them and they didn't need. He's, that he's a good shout. He's definitely in if, my mind. Um, he's one from a couple of years back, 2019, 2020. If you look back at those stats when he played 80 minutes, he was a gun and a lot of people mm. owned him. Yeah. And he's just starting to look like that again this year. In the last year, obviously, he was nowhere near it, but this year he's just starting to look like the old Reese Robson of 2019, 2020 when he was yeah. a gun. So could be a real good option. Definitely. And they've got two easier games coming up, and then they hit the Melbourne and Storm – sorry, mm, Melbourne and Penrith yeah. double. So – Back to back, so he'll get some defensive work rate in that one. Boys, Reed Marnie is he's on my mind a little bit because six hundred and forty nine k. I know he burnt you at the start of the year, but defensive work rate starting to return. And out of the three guys, I'm going who would at the back end of the season would I most want to be carrying out of the three of them? And he's probably the name that, out of the three of the guys we were just talking about. I probably most want to have. Yes, but I still see them managing his minutes. So you know, like the, he did get injured last year, but the year before that, he diminished in bit of form because he was playing eighty consistently throughout the yep. whole season. So they, they didn't bring him retraining for nothing. That that's where I find that that drama where they they'll bring him in, they find a bit of form, bang, Mitch Rain on, drop his minutes in. So yep. there's a danger there with the Cowboys as well, but. It's, yeah, just a worry there. That's all. Yeah, fools rush in. I'm going to give everyone a one more week to just get my love. <laughs> all right, boys, let's talk, let's talk about the sinking ship, which is the Newcastle Knights. Yeah. Four players on the line here, and I know a lot of people have got them. Two of them are out this week in Kurt Mann and Brody Jones. Chris Randall and Leo Thompson are also the two that I want to bring up tonight. Kurt, Kyle, I'll start with you. You brought a little bit of news to me this morning about an- it's ankle injury with Mann. Not yeah, named- ligament. Yeah. Ligaments, eh? Yeah. Uh, not, named, not named again. I think we're on a grants that he's a cell. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He is. Three. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. What's your thoughts in terms of a replacement for man? Uh, um, probably if you can go up, I'd look at Josh Jackson. Yeah. Or the other guy I mentioned a couple of weeks back that I've watched again for the last two weeks is James Fisher-Harris. He's starting to hit some nice numbers again that I predicted, and um, he might be in uh, – a little sneaky one there if you want to take a little gamble. What's those Kiwi boys, right? You just know. There's just no <laughs> – like right now, the guy that probably I'd say is just too Ruben Cotter, but now I'm scared because of his form that he's going to get origin. He's just so yeah, versatile. Yeah. <laughs> like, that little bit of delta. Yeah, big time. Like I think it's more than 50-50 down. I reckon he's right in the mix. He'll be in their top 20 players of Queensland. Yeah. And these you know, are the sorts of guys that you really wanted to play around 13. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Do you know who's a big smokey for a replacement for him? Who? James Tarman. Oh, watch out. What's his price? Yeah, <laughs> someone else mentioned him. Mate, so he's paying – he's 551. These last three scores, 
55, 48, 62. Big steps back this week, but yeah, I was going to say. I understand, hurt that. but but that's that's some big oh a big oh these are big. What, steps. what, min, what minutes is he playing? 45, 47, 53. So he's so pretty consistent. It's just normal minutes. Yeah. I think just he's just as the Tigers have sort of found a bit of form and, and a bit of heart. So is James, the James Tamia. So if you have, if you're recommending him, you've got to pick him up. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm go, okay, if, we, if we're going to go from ultimate cheap, you can definitely do a drop to uh, Adam Elliott. That's what I'm saying. There's another one. Oh, yeah, that's massive drop. Andy, yeah. Chris Randall, I sold him out last week. Still, you know, he knocked out a not bad 40. The only thing they had to do last week was defend, right? But he's not an urgent sell. I think I think there's going to be other spot fires. I say Kurt week, Mann's right? a spot fire, Brody Jones a spot fire. I say most people have them. So you can, you're can you not going to go down. Randall's going to get your 40 points. Yeah. Because, of course, cross, Crossland's in the actual halves. So there's no backup hooker. So he's playing 80 this week, guaranteed. Yeah, but it's good that we covered the hooker boys because, realistically, I think that's three options to eventually replace Randall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Kyle, Leo, Eeyore Thompson, again, he's starting this week. I don't expect him to get huge minutes, but he's not a buy-in for me, but I don't think he's now an urgent sell. <laughs> no, I agree, mate. Um, I know a lot of people have asked me about selling him. Um, and I sort of a little bit on the fence. This wasn't quite sure. It's BE still that 28. So he's still hidden around that BE. Um, you know, he's averaging around that. But now that he's starting, I think you could probably just wait another week. Um, but also just be aware of, um, of Lock and Fitzgibbon returning. He could go straight into that lock roll and push, mm. uh, um, uh, Leo back to the bench at, at game start. So just, just be aware of that one. Uh, it could be a, it could catch a few people out if people are looking to loot. Eeyore or um, or just playing him in the 17. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there'd be many people wanting to play him in the 17, but just be aware of that, that he could come straight in. Yeah, boys, Mitch Barnett, he must be back from suspension soon. Like, he got a five-waker, didn't he, in yep. what, round four? He's also uh, he's off to the Warriors, isn't he, next year? He's already signed. The Warriors, so yeah. Maybe they just sort of blood... Was Brody Brody wasn't injured, was he? He was just hooked. Nah, yep. He just dropped. I just think they just weren't happy with him. Can you have a look at Newcastle and just see what round they played... Penrith, while well, I'll just talk about this with yep. Cole, Brady Jones. Obviously, yep. Brady Jones is interesting because we don't have any news, but we know that he was carrying that that elbow injury elbow. for a couple yep. of weeks. So there's yep. no doubt that because they had a couple of troops back, they might they, be either resting him or... But he's made us some good money, Cole, because we bought him in, what, 325 from memory. Yeah, yeah, 100 and, 123K he's made. Yeah, and even though he's got a low break even now, the fact that Fitz is back and then, sorry, Andy, do you've what, got it? Why, why Penrith? What that's round did they play? 14. No, no, the that? original. That's when, got, that's when yep. um, Barnett got suspended for... Five weeks, I think he got. So we can right. work out when Barnett's back because I think that will kind of dictate, especially... Next week. Round yeah, three it was. Round um, three, so oh. he must be back next week. So could we be back round 10, yeah. Did he maybe get six weeks then? I think he got six. He must be back soon. Might so. have been six, yeah. Yeah, okay, might have been six, yeah. Mate, the guy, yeah, I, and we'll talk about him. Uh, for me, I think the straight swap that we got to do for Jones is is Adam Elliott. What's your thoughts on that one, Carl? Spot on. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. you going to tell me why? Or just gonna <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, say sorry, I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, wow. I like it a lot. He's that in love. He's just made the trade. <laughs> He's back in his <laughs> couch. You're way too comfortable on your couch. You fellas look more comfortable than I do. Um, we'll move on. Hang on. I So that thoughts on Adam Elliott. I wasn't interested in um, before this week. But now when I go and have a look, uh, and he's starting back at that nine, the other interesting thing is that Elliott Whitehead's on an edge. I thought they might have chucked him back at lock. Um, 
So they obviously prefer, or Ricky obviously prefers Ryan Sutton at the lock there. Yep. So surely that means that the similar rotation as last week with um, Starling coming in at the 20 and then Elliott back to lock. And so we know uh, with Hudson Young there, he's played 80 pretty much every game this year, whereas Elliott Whitehead hasn't. He's only been clocking up around the 40 to 60-odd minutes. So them, that's where him and uh, Corey Huddleweather Nida will Will interchange themselves. Yep. But then you look at the other two on the bench, which is Seb, Chris, and the big fire engine or Horsburgh. They ain't going to be going and playing second row a lot, will they? Because Horsburgh will be in that prop rotation. And who knows what Seb, Chris is there for? Especially for 399k. That's yeah. it's not too bad for a dual mid edge. You know, if you're looking to get. Well, you brought up before about the bench rotation. Yeah, look, that's mm. it's, it's ridiculous. He's going to get, what, 60, get 60, 60 minutes, minutes minimum. Yep. Even yep. looking back at his stats, 46 average on the edge last year playing big minutes. And then yeah. 2020, so he played heaps at lock for a 45 average yeah. from 58 minutes. He's got a good PPM when he wants to do it. Another good reason is I picked him up in draft, so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's, it's probably not a bad pickup, Andy. I think that's a very good jewel because the jewel comes very yeah, handy. Especially that edge. Real handy. And then handy. it's going to be one of those things because other people are putting so many spot fires out. They might have to not be able to pick him up. Very, he literally was unowned in the top five thousand. And, and if you week, don't so. want, if you don't want to drop Haas, and you you need a mid, he's a great quality mid just to stuck stick in there, oh, you exactly. know, for for, yep. for a man who, if you've got him. Another round thirteen player, and yep. I'm going to say Bulldogs narrative playing against his former club that kicked him out this week. I know who's going to be fired up for that. Oh, geez, that's I didn't think. Yeah, and Croker's yeah. back, captain's yeah. back for Raiders. This, this could be a new uh, new light for Raiders. Yeah, this week. I think we're all on a grant, so we'll get a little. Yeah, little tick. I think we're going to be a grants about this guy too. Now, Andy Jackson Hastings, he is really, really lighting it up. Another seventy six, and it's not like they scored like a monster of points. They scored one try. Yeah, and, uh, you can nearly call. I'm nearly putting him in the gun category. I'm going to nearly say that he will eventually be the buy of the year. Gun is a term that's thrown around pretty loosely. loosely. It's almost <laughs> as it's almost as loose as um as this kid's a star. <laughs> he's a star. So look, <laughs> it is thrown around loosely. Look, he's had two great games, but in saying that, since he's changed to that number seven role, he hasn't even scored a try and he scored that stellar points, mm. you know. Like yep. I know that's the stat. He's he's touched the ball this many times. Yeah, he has. And that's why he's scoring, like you said. Yeah. That's what I love about him, Cole, is the fact yep. that he can score. From yeah. so many different stats, I love a yeah. player like that. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. like, for example, Mitchell Moses. He rely on kick meters, kicking yeah. goals, and try assists. That's his three main stats. This guy, yeah. his tackle—he didn't miss the tackle last week. He nearly had two hundred meters running. He's mm. try assist, a goal, like uh, eight tackle breaks or something. He just does it every week. Like, yeah, what's fifty, yeah. sixty-three, seventy-six? Those last three great, man. Yeah, it's, that's beautiful. Eh? Um, I got a little stat. I heard off of you boys like you just talked about there, Andy, with as he touches the ball this many times, he's had an average of 95 touches on the ball since his return That's to amazing. the starting lineup. That's You touch the ball 95 times, you're going to score a few, you can score points. Of fantasy points. Yeah. yeah, of course. The man loves touching balls. Adam Dewey was on NRL Physio's potty, the Magic Sponge, as I said before. Definitely get subscribing on that one. But he actually said he's eight or nine weeks away. So in terms of like... For Dewey. Dewey. Oh, wow. And when you think about it, him coming back from an ACL, not having a preseason, him going so well at centre last year, there's probably no real risk because he's going to be doing a lot more running at a 5'8 than centre. Makes well, more sense to mm. put Dewey... Gildart's not really blowing the, the, the house Yeah, and James either. Roberts 
he's out for in extended out, period of time injury. as well. So it makes sense probably to put Dewey back into yeah. the centres there. Yeah, look, look this could all come period. crashing down in two weeks' time when they start losing again. You never know. Yeah, and Dewey yeah, also said the that the ACL started going when he was goal kicking. So I don't think he's going to goal kick either. Uh, well, Hastings is kicking now. Isn't he? Uh, yeah, well, he's yeah. kicking really well as well, isn't he? He's kicking. He's a pretty accurate kicker, isn't he? So well, why, why take it away? The great thing about Hastings, we're not relying on him scoring goals. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. He scored seventy six with one goal. So, so we, mate, what's his price? I think his price five seventy five. Break even still, of one. Still pretty cheap. I think, he made seventy five grand this week. Hey. Wow. So that's the thing about TLT throwing up all these spanners. Crazy. I think there's not a lot of teams that are going to have. Like the ability to trade Hastings in or Elliot in, you might miss out. But that's the beauty of fantasy, right? The beauty and also yes. the the, <laughs> the beauty <harshness>. and the beast. <laughs> Come on, give us, give us a song. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I might bring it in. All right, boys, let's talk Cody Walker. Another half that I think is very close to a bottom. Four hundred and seventy-eight k break-in of an eleven. What do you think of his performance on Friday, Andy? He's definitely bottomed out. This is. Yep. Probably. I think it's also the combination between him and Ilias. As you can see, Ilias is actually learning his craft and finding his feet as well. And that yeah. also takes that responsibility off Cody. Because that's what – Cody thrived on that when Adam Adam Reynolds had the, the control of the game. Cody yep. just ran the ball. But with Ilias there, he sort of had to have that responsibility off him. And it took a lot, especially with Rabbitohs. But, yeah, with yeah. Ilias coming and finding his feet, Cody Walker's finding a bit of freedom. I actually I'm spewing because I I was talking up Cody Walker for any time try on his 150th. <laughs> yeah, you didn't and I, do and it. I didn't do it. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, the mates at work were going, "Did you do it?" I was like, "No, I didn't." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think he's definitely bottomed in. He's 11 um, 11 break even points this week. Slow. And if, if you've got Jake Clifford, that's a straight swap to yeah, Cody so. Walker. So yeah, he, he's exciting me. I'm telling you. <laughs> if you're still holding Jake Clifford, you should be. Holding <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say if you're still got Jake Clifford, you're probably nowhere near. The top five <laughs> big time, but Cole. <laughs> I, I think I do need three dates before I pick him up because I'm going to give Mitchell Moses a chance to bounce back. But the only thing I'm loving the fact that he's scoring tries. The try assists have all returned. Two try assists last week. I've just got to make sure because it was against twelve men against the manly. Yep. So I've just got to make sure that he can do it against thirteen. And that yep. run coming up here, Cole. Broncos, Warriors, Raiders, Tigers. I'm right behind Cody if he can produce this week. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely um, definitely a real spicy option coming up, isn't it? And you're not going to get him any cheaper than he is now, that's for sure. So, yeah, if you're, if you're happy, jump on or just wait one more week and I uh, wouldn't be waiting too long. Either he's going to get away. Big time. All right, boys, last question is a great question. Round 13 planning. It's always good to just see where everyone's at. Kyle, where are we at in terms of how many players have you got currently that could qualify for round 13 minus yep. Nathan Cleary and any of the other Origin players? And yep. tell me who's on your watch list. Yeah, well, I, I talked about this in the preseason about my little strategy with regard to the Origin players and um, you know keeping a minimal of Origin players. I've only got I've got four Origin players in my team. Um, my planning has gone okay. Uh, I've currently got eleven players. I'm confident in ten of them, and I think that if I can get to thirteen, I'll be happy. But they've got to be the quality players. You can't just go having the as I said, I've said this before, you can't just go having guys that aren't really going to benefit you, uh, benefit your team um, only around that origin period. You need them to sort of, if they're going to be there, they've got to be making a little bit of money as well. Yep. Uh, so you can't just go grabbing one game wonders. So you've got to have the guys that could possibly, after origin, you could still keep them for a bit longer, let them mature and then upgrade them to to those origin players. So those are your stepping stones going from 
non-Origin players that play in the buys to stepping them up to the Origin players when they return after the third Origin. Yeah, I like that. And do you have a watch list at the moment, Kyle? Yeah, I've got quite. I've actually got quite a few. <laughs> do you have a shopping uh, list? It's like going to the supermarket. This guy. Yeah, I've actually got heaps, mate. Uh, James Fisher, Harris, Reese Walsh, Burton, Joey Manu, uh, Tavanga, Scott Thornton. He might be interesting around uh, around that time. Yep. Um, TPJ, Verils, and Halmoli. Okay, nice. I like it. I've got thirteen, but. I think that Stephen Crichton's going to be right in the mix. I think Ruben Cotter's going to be right in the mix. So could easily lose two there. Watch this for me is Robson, Joey Marnie, Burden, and Adam Elliott, who I'm just getting now. So I've got 13 now. I think the biggest thing, and you brought it up, Kyle, was just quality. And I think you don't have to freak out this year if you don't have enough round 13 because at round 13, it's four trades till the end of the season per week. Yeah, that's exactly right, mate. So with that new rule... You could easily field maybe 11 or 13. And I think just round 17, there might be just... Because there's better teams in that, that round period. I just yes. think... Yep. I think you could probably get some players in for round 17 that you might keep for a little period post round 17 also. I think you're spot on. Just those quality players, like you said. Yeah. I've got about 10. Definitely. And it's, it's, it's a short watch list. But yeah, Elliot... Cotter was one, but I'm thinking maybe not. Might be Jackson instead. Yep. Uh, and just a couple of dark horses like a Robson, like Robson in, in hooker, yeah, is quality. Uh, and maybe a drinky, you know, something really just pod worthy. They're, pod, they're all pods, man. Basically, like the whole Cowboys team. Yep. <laughs> and the other thing you got to realize, we're at round nine, so we've got to go another four weeks without the players that you're bringing in getting injured or getting in the mix for Origin. A lot of things can happen in a yep. month. That's why I yeah, say, exactly. don't if you like if you're really on the fence with these round thirteen players and you don't have many trades, just maybe just hang off and be certain because you can do four in that round thirteen period, mm. and probably mm. even by round twelve you'll get a bit of an inkling of who's going to be in that Origin team, and you're just yeah, probably going to get some safer bets. So I'll tell yeah. you, don't freak out if you're kind of low on round thirteen players yet. Yeah, the seventeen players definitely has is a better class yep. pool. I actually think if you've got a, a whole heap of trades and you currently only have eight or nine right now, you're still in a pretty good boat. And I would say just wait and make four in round 13. Play the Avengers endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. All right, guys, really enjoyed that burning question. So what we'll do, we'll go to a quick break and then we'll return with all your questions from social media. All right, guys, we're back. And now we've got all your audience questions. Thanks for everyone that sent that through on social media. For the ones that we don't get to, I'll have a look at it tomorrow or maybe this evening. And I'll get you an answer on that one. So just make sure you check your Facebook. Now, audience questions, Kyle. We'll start with Kai Spence. He wants to know your thoughts on David Clemmer. Now, he's looking at Randall and Schneider for Crichton or Clemmer and Adam Elliott. Billy Smith and Schneider for Crichton and Clemmer or Tassin Cooler. He's, yeah, he's, he looks like he's after Clemmer. But give me your thoughts, man. Yeah, man. Clemmer's looking real good. He's a pod at the moment as well. You know, um, he's come back fit and strong and playing good minutes. Getting plenty of offloads too, which is real good to see. Uh, you know, he's been the shining light in, uh, in that in that night side, and he's really, really tough in that forward pack. And he's just looking like the old glimmer of old. Could be a little smoky for Origin too. Um, you know, he's playing really well. I think um, so. Yeah, if you want to pick him up, yeah, go for it. Oh, I'd, I'd definitely be pretty interested in, in him as well. But um, he's just not really a good fit for my side. Um, I'd be holding Schneider for now. I, I, yep. I don't think there's a rush to 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 let go of him. The people already talking about with uh, Croker coming back and taking the goal kicking off him. Yeah, he might do that. 
just wait. I wouldn't be pulling the trigger on him yet. He only had one bad game last week, and that's his first sort of sub what thirty game last week. Mm. Um, and that was that was an absolutely terrible game. So I'm surprised anyone even <laughs> scored as well as anyone did in that game. <laughs> uh, and and as for Crichton, like he's an awesome option, and you know uh, likely going to play Origin, but he's going to be off the bench, I would imagine, for the Blues. So he's going to back up in round fourteen, I would I would imagine. Um, so, but he's just not going to be there for that round 13. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to pick up Crichton, yeah, go for it. That, that DPP mid-edge is, is, is really handy as well. Um, or even what about if you just did, a, a, say, a Billy Smith to Elliot and that was it? Yeah, nice. Just, I a like, one, just a one trade. Yeah, I like that. All right, Aaron Simpson, he wants to know, would you go Taft to Elliot for coverage as well as round 13 player? Can't stand watching Blake play. <laughs> I just think you've got to hold here, mate. Like, you just brought him in. I think the, the two biggest things is do you have mid-edge cover and do you have wing fullback cover? And I think that would kind of answer. I do think you've got to get Adam Elliott in. I just don't think you need Blake Taft to be the one to do it. Now, Andy uh, Montania, Tony, Hastings and Cotter, are they a must? Again, a must is on the same sort of uh, thing as gun, <laughs> keeper. <He's> a <laughs> uh, but in saying that, it gets thrown around a lot, but in saying that, it'd be hard to talk anyone out of trading them in. You know, like yep. if someone said oh, I want to bring Hastings in, I couldn't say a re- give him a reason not to. You know, like he's they're mm. playing so well. So him and Cotter, I guess the only thing he'd possibly say is round thirteen. But like you said, man, like we said about this thing earlier, if you're going to trade out a man for a for a Hastings or someone similar to that, then I can't say no. Yeah, I tell you what I like about Cotter and Hastings is I think their form is because they're in form, their performance is repeatable, and yeah. it's just yeah. sustainable. Like with mm. Talakai, it just seemed that he was Superman. And it had to eventually bubble bop. Fizzle out. Bop, yeah. yeah. It just seems that those two are just a more safer play. And I think they could continue to hit those numbers all year. Well, yep. not well, not Cotter 71, but I know he can hit a 50 every week. So, Well, it's, you come back to yeah. that. Like you, you touched on Talakai just saying centres are really volatile just because he's been pumping out hundreds and 70s and 50s. He's not going to do that all the time. Centres are really volatile and inconsistent. Yep. Where you've got your middles and your halves, they can be very consistent. They've got a very high floor. Yeah, and yeah. they're always in. They're involved. They don't have to wait for yeah. other people to get That's them the true. ball. That's right. All right, next question. Damo, Lenahan, uh, Randall to Cotter, upgrade or sideways? Look, you're going to eventually have to get rid of Randall with Braley coming back anyway. And as Cole, you know this quite well. Into this origin period, we are always going to be trading very sideways. But in this regard, mm-hmm. Cotter is the better player and he's going to be in the team all year. So it's not a sideways trade. But Cole, in your experience, sideways trades, it's going to happen a lot into this origin period, man. Yeah, definitely, mate. Over Origin, you want to be going sideways to try and get those good players for for um over the buy periods. Um, yeah, there's no there's no no harm in doing it either. You just got to make sure you've got enough trades, and it's about being conservative with those trades. But getting sideways over Origin is is, is what you've got to do if you want to keep up with the, with the with the leaders. Totally agree. Now, Cole, Jonathan Turner. Hey, boys, keep up the good work. Thank you, Jonathan. Always a good narrative. (laughs) (laughs) I have Moses, Cleary, Schneider, Walker, and Hastings in the halves, but only Starling and Hooker. I'm thinking of getting rid of, uh, after getting rid of Randall last week, he's looking at bringing in Verrills and Angus for Moses and Leo. What's your thoughts? I don't mind those trades, actually. I am Verrills and, you know, getting rid of Leo for uh, Verrills is an upgrade. Getting rid of Moses, who's, 
not the, as the you know we know he's the flat track bully, and I don't think he's going to carry on those big scores now with these couple of tougher games coming up. I actually really like those trades. Mm. I mean, it gives him that backup hooker in Virals. Uh So yeah, he gets he gets that backup. Um, and I, yeah, I said I don't mind rolling the dice on Virals. I think I think it's a good option, and and yeah, I'd I'd pull the trigger. Beautiful, like it. Now, Andy Josiah Alchin, he wants to know uh, Painhouse to Jackson and Schneider to Cotter. Good trades. Yeah, what have I got here? Uh, which Jackson is that? Hastings or Josh? Not too uh, sure. I'm going to say Josh. Yeah, okay. Either either way, they're both still good trades. <laughs> I'd say you know, they're both it. on on the up. Cotter's been playing well, and Schneider seems to be uh, failing. Well, not failing at the Raiders, but sort of if you can, if going to get Schneider to get a Cotter. And, and Haas to Jackson, I suppose it's a good upgrade. You know, like uh, although I don't like the idea of trading Schneider, if you're gonna if it's gonna be an upgrade, then it's fair. Yeah, and I guess Schneider loses probably the goal kicking to Croker this week as well. Oh, is, is Croker captain this week? Uh, I, I I did say the veteran captain. I did see the veteran captain was back. Whether he is captain, not too sure. Yeah, interesting. It'd be tough to, <laughs> to be who's, dropped. Who's been yeah. their captain? Warden. Uh, I'd assume so. Yeah. Do I try yeah, to think I, who I is their know. captain? But also, oh, it doesn't. whoever was captain hasn't been showing much leadership, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. actually, I'm trying to think who it might have been now, too. <laughs> that, that's never a good sign when you don't know who's the captain nah, of the team. No, it's been Tarpany, isn't it? Tarpany? Oh, God, if he's been captain, now I know what they're... Even, no, though, I, I rate him, I, even though I rate him as a player, I don't think <laughs> he should be captain, that's for sure. Rick, Ricky's dropped them. Maybe Ricky's <laughs> just going to make a comeback and he'll just be captain coach. <laughs> All right, next question, Kyle. Connor Bod- Godman Bodman. Trade options, depending on TLT. Well, he, we know TLT now. Haas mm. to Crichton, Brody to Elliot. If Brody, well, we don't have to worry about that. This is going to be the question Haas to Crichton and Brody to Elliot. No to Haas to Crichton. Don't do that. Hold Haas. And uh, Jones to Elliot, pull the trigger. Nice. I like it. Now, next question, Josh Hobbs, for me. I'm yet to get Cleary in, and I feel I've missed the boat only a few weeks out for Origin. Do I try to get him or wait? I think four weeks is just well, – it's one of those things. You can always get him in now because he's always going to be a keeper for the rest of your season. So yeah. it's it's probably a safe bet. Like, there's teams like Ed. Ed didn't have Cleary, and he scored something like 980 last week as well. So it does prove that if you've got the right guys, especially if you've got, you know, your DCE and your Hines – your Hastings, and you're offsetting, like, you're probably going to have to pick this week. But if you've got Haas and you can go to Cleary with one trade, well, there's your spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's side of my yeah. yeah. So it's one of those things that it's one of those – if your team's stacked, you don't necessarily need Cleary. But realistically, with the amount of money, the, if you potentially have Haas on the sideline, might be a pretty good trade for you. Andy, next question, Nathan Scarlett. Is Kobe Hetherington a trade? Would you trade Moses to Hastings? And Schneider to either Josh Jackson or Tammy Lolo. Yeah, look, Hetherington was a massive fail for me. We, I just thought, you know, thought he would have. With Haas was out, everything. Uh, Adam Reynolds talking him up. Everything was was all these positive signs. That he was going to kill it. Then just I figured it out. He listens to the show. Yeah. On the weeks we just didn't talk him up, he, he just plays he cracker. Yeah. And then he got a little bit too big. Talking league boys were talking him up. Yeah. And then he just absolutely makes us look silly. Maybe he'll come good next year. <laughs> so, but I'm not selling Moses yet. I'm willing to give him one chance. Do you know what? Um, Moses played the pan- his last three times against the Panthers, 67, 67, 62. Albay, they that was with more kicking meters, and naturally would have had a lot more kicking meters versus Penrith because they're obviously going to be back in yeah. their line. But that's still 
minimum 50 points. Yeah. I'm so I'm not, I'm not willing to sell him. So I'm actually going to hold. I, and I also feel like there's going to be a, a Dean and Kemp ambush from Parramatta this, this <laughs> week. So I feel like the ambush. I'm not. Which one? We don't have going? an ambush sign, mate. No, where's the bounce back sign? That's one. <laughs> but like. Rick and I, iPad for a bounce back bin, Andy. Hundred uh, percent. That was his lowest game. No score of the, the season was forty eight. Yeah. So, you you yeah. kind of set yours all. All of you that brought IPAP in last week. It was just one of yeah, those weeks. It, it was. It, it was, was always going to happen. When I bring him in, he's going to be have his lowest week. That's <laughs> big time. But yeah, I yeah, got him last week too. I'd probably hold. I, I don't know how. I don't. Know, I'd hold on selling Moses to Hastings and Schneider to Josh Jackson. But if you can do one trade, possibly get Jackson to Malolo. Because they, I feel like they're both on, on the up and up. Okay. Neither of them are going to get picked for origin, and they play round 13. No dramas. Cole, Eric Ranieri, he wants to know. He wants to go Kurt Mann to Ruben Cotter, and now he's also got Randall, and he's got 550K left, and he wants some help. Someone help. <laughs> so Sorry, so he wants to go Kurt Mann to, uh, to Cotter? Yeah, so you're good with that trade? Yep. And that will yeah, leave him 550K like to yep. get rid of Randall. Far out. So he's got yeah, he's got a over yeah, man. What does he need? Like, does he want an iPad? Does he want you know he could go any guns up around that eight nine hundred k mark? No, no. So I no, think he's what he's he's mean. He's, he's only, only got, got five hundred after he does the oh, first trade sorry. because that's not going to be one for one. No, so, no, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. So about five hundred and fifty k. Um, you could look at Adam Elliott if he really wants to, and he could bank a couple hundred grand. Yeah, I like that. That's a great time. trade. Well, the other guy we talked about in Cody Walker. Oh, yes, true. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. Depends now, what he's doing. If he's planning for round 13, then go Adam Elliott. Or if you want to go hooker, can you do you go Riverals? Yeah, potentially. That, uh, There's a few options there, right? Yeah. I like Adam Elliott or Cody. All right, next one, Jason Vickery. Now, his brother, Brenton, is a big audio, uh, fan of this show, and he's flying in, like, the top 100. So good on you, Brenton. Just keep smashing him. And they have a bit of a rivalry with these two. This is quite funny on social media to see. In the fantasy chats. Now, Jace asks, is Clemmer a good pod? Which combo is better set of pairing out of Tago, Talakai, and Aiken? I think just to answer your first one, <clears throat> sorry, your second question first, I think Talakai and Aiken would be. I just think they're more experienced players, just a bit larger upside. And I think after Origin, I think Tago is going to be a massive sell. The yep. second one, I think Kyle touched it pretty well in terms of Clem's form. You know, at his price and his form, like, Last week you did have sixty four minutes, and I do I do think this is going to come back a little bit when they're full strength. Origin, I don't think is likely. It's just one of those things. Do you really want Newcastle players? And I'm going to say no, unless it's a tackling <laughs> machine. No, <laughs> unless Ponga somehow gets a release from his contract and needs another new contract. You're not going near any game. of them. Is you just one go game. week to week yeah. on the verge of signing a contract? <laughs> Abs- absolutely. So I just say I I just think. That maybe his minutes are inflated at the moment, and I just don't think that we need to be going down the rabbit hole with Newcastle players. All right, this is an interesting question, Andy. Chris Bilton, he wants to know, is have you had a look at Dejan Azzi? What's your thoughts on him? I've had a look, but with the limited amount of trades, I think he's too risky. You know, it's he's with Harris coming back from a ruptured testicle. Geez, what a legend for to play on. And Cody just looming there on the bench. I think he's one bad game from getting dropped. So I think yep. you, when you bring a player in, you want to have at least a, a three or four game consistency. And yeah, yep. I, I just don't think he has it. Especially for a lone player. He's always going to be kind of like playing a little bit of second fiddle. He, he's a fill-in. He's a Jermaine yeah. Sarko. I know that the other guy, what's the other guy? Jesse Arthurs did quite well on it, even though yep. he's a lone player. Yep. But yep. you've always got that in your back of your head that 
you're probably yep. not, you know, if, especially if you start losing a lot of games and they've got to develop players for next year. Yeah. You might be in a bit of firing, Ryan, to get taken out of the team. Spot on. Yeah. Yep. All yep, right. I agree. Cole, next question. Craig Gray, he wants to know, Adam Elliott or Josh Jackson? Should I uh, uh, get Pap now or wait till after Origin? Just before you answer that, Cole, you know, there was a decent kind of between the three of us about COVID and whether or not to maybe give them a week. What's your thoughts on this one? And have you had a little look and kind of maybe avoiding a COVID-affected player for a week or two? Um, yeah, like I haven't really noticed too many guys that have come back from COVID and been affected. I know I think the only one that I really noticed that came back and seemed quite ineffective after COVID was um, Bo Furmore that week. He came back and he scored like the 25 or the 30. Yep. Um, and he was just really cooked. But the, all the other guys I've seen come back haven't actually – you know, they've performed pretty well. So I don't know, like it's it's probably just depends on the on the person and the player themselves. Maybe if they're not feeling a hundred percent and they're supposed to be returning, then you know, that they might not play. It's it's just it's quite it's quite hard to tell. But as I said, the only one person I've seen is the Bo Fermor that, that yep. sort of didn't go too well. I guess he got or he got COVID earlier, well earlier last week. So it does give him a little bit more of a turnaround as well. So it's yeah, anyone's things like Josh Jackson is a quality fantasy player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I think also it was actually alerted to us from a good friend of the pod, uh, Aaron Simpson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say, uh, look, I got affected by COVID, but did not have my booster shot. So I, it took me a while to recover. These guys are in peak physical performance. Yeah. You know, during yeah. preseason training, these guys are just. And Josh Jackson, can you imagine that guy not Man, being I'm not in doing peak nutrition? Physical <laughs> and you saw me after COVID. <laughs> yeah. I was like flat out doing I, I, one minute rounds in boxing. I don't know if that means Josh Jackson or you are lying. I'm not too sure. Which one, one of us. One of us. <laughs> I, I'd say maybe maybe you can wait on on Josh, but yeah, it's. I think. I think. I can't. I haven't noticed too many players that have sort of had a, a big reaction to yeah. it. Yeah, Cole. I think the Adam Elliott narrative is just too strong this week. Mm. Yeah, mate. I agree. Yeah, yeah. He's good. He's a good buy. Nice. Uh, as, as for the Pep one, why haven't you got him already? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Nah, I, I think if you want to get Pep, get him now. He's 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 gonna. The, the Storm don't play round thirteen anyway. He's going to back up in round 14 because he's probably only going to be the U. It looks like he's Utility, probably only going yeah. to be maybe the 14 for the Blues, eh? So he'll back up in round 14. So if you want to get him now, grab him. Interesting, chat. I think we're going to lose one of Nico and all Pups. I think Pups probably be the favourite right now, I think, to go to New South Wales. Yeah, but they'll both back up. They'll both back up and play round 14. Yeah, not, yeah. yeah I think so. going to start. Yeah. So, and they both got the buy in round 13 anyway, so it's... You're not really losing any. The only player you'd say has a, di- has a chance of not is Pups because... Storm are just that good. They can just put anyone in there. Yeah. I so think there's always that. a chance on that. Now, next question, Ian Williams. Time to trade Hunt and Schneider? No, I don't think you can – you have to trade – I wouldn't trade either in, but I wouldn't trade either out. Like, Royce Hunt, no. he's got that 30-minute role with no Hamill and Yell, and he's out for a long period of time. So, I think he'll continue that, hitting pretty much 30 every week, given his PPM. I think with Schneider, you just got bigger fires to put up right now. I know he's not going to be goal kicking, but White is not in the team, so I do assume that he'll be doing a hell of a lot more general play kicking. So I think that will offset each other. And Fogarty's out for a long, long time as well. So just hold hold tight on that one. Andy Epparima, he wants to know, who would you pick up for round 13 as a preference, Josh Jackson, Tammy Lolo, or Ruben Cotter? 
Jesus is the tough one. All of them, if you have a three, a three-sided coin, just flip one. <laughs> All three, if you can, that's the that's the answer, really. Now, look, Cotter is great for his hooker DPP mid. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great DPP there, and but the, and like you're saying, he could get the origin call up because, yeah. like you said, mentioned earlier, pods. If Dynamis Louis can make the origin, why can't Cotter? Yep. So that's the scare there. Uh, Jackson has been playing 80-minute lock roll, which is massive for him. And I feel like he's sort of cemented that spot. You know, They've got yeah. that good rotation with Maxi King coming on with the props with Vaughan and Thompson. So yep. they don't really need to touch that lock. Jackson just does his work and gets busy. So, yeah. And also, yeah. Tom Lolo is back to his best. So I, I think it's really just a flip. All of them play around 13. Yep. Honestly, it's hard to split them. But I'd say maybe Jackson because he's lowest pod. I'd say okay. it's really yeah, tough. Yeah, that's actually a good call. I was going to say Lolo, but then I forgot that Jackson was probably more of a pod potential with his ownership. That's a good call. 1.468. Yep. Jordan Graham, should I downgrade Moses to Hastings and use the cash elsewhere or move Randall on for Hastings? I'm going to say move Randall on for Hastings. Spot I just on. think Moses is a way better player and he'll be in. He's one of the gun halves still. I know that he's got his flat track, but give him the opportunity to bounce back. And I just think Randall's going to be out of the team eventually anyway. Hastings, you need to buy. So get him in. Kyle, Michael, John, Fulshaw. He wants to know Saab, Parker, and Lawton out for weeks. Does it mean it's Ben Turbo's time? He's 237K. Has a bloodline of champions. <laughs> ah, no, he's not. He's, he's a prime example of the three-date pool. Uh, Morgan Harper's been removed back to, uh, you know, to New South Wales Cup. So give him a week or two to get some confidence back, and he'll come straight in there for for Ben Trevojevic, unfortunately. So I wouldn't be touching him. Yeah, I'm Do you want to hear me narrative? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm, not narrative. Say, I'm not saying picking him up, but, yeah. you know, this is the three. This is the first time the three brothers have started on the same team in the 13. In the starting lineup. You know, they, like yeah. Ben's come on the bench. And when Tommy Turbo came back and run rampant, he was looking for Ben to give him tries. Just give him a try. I think <laughs> I think this is going to happen. The same thing's going to happen. Gerbo, Turbo, Burbo are going to all going to blow fire, and Tom's going to feed Benny Chaboyevich, okay. and he's going to keep that spot. I don't mind that narrative. I don't mind that. And then we're all going to rush and buy him next week. <laughs> well, he's two hundred, like two hundred thirty-seven k. Yeah. I'd say you even give him one week, he'd stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Noble is Royce Hunt a buy? Tass worth buying? I don't think Royce Hunt is a buy. Not a bad cash down, but like I said, he's only going to be playing around 30 minutes. Tuss is an interesting one. 280K, a break-even of negative seven. He's held Milne out of the team which week, which is good for him. Prospects are great. The only issue that I had was he was limping at the end of that game last week, and he was kind of noticeable. So I don't know if he's carrying an injury, but if you're kind of, you know, you're set for a bit of a cash down, he, he has had a couple of good games in first grade now, so... Negative, ne- yeah. negative seven break even. I don't think you can go yeah. too too wrong with him. Just he maybe, went good last week. Yeah, just mm. make sure that you know maybe you do some research on his injury. If he's clear, I reckon he's a pretty good buy, especially if you've got no spot fires to put out. No, I like that. All right, boys. Next one, Kyle Nathan Scarlett. Thoughts on cheese? Hetherington's been a bit of a disappointment, and both a dual hooker mid. Does Smith have more potential? In a fantasy sense, yes, but currently, no. So both of them, uh, yeah, both. I wouldn't, you know, uh, I wouldn't be selling uh, Kobe to get cheese. Yep. Um, I see where he's coming from with the potential, but I think we need to just just hold fire on 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 uh, the cheese for a little while. It's just not doesn't look interested. It just it's it just looks really lackluster, and you know, um, he doesn't seem to have the flair that he showed last year. Uh, um, it just looks really flat. So 
yeah, I wouldn't be picking him up until he shows some sort of uh, status of you know he showed last year. Just yeah, I wouldn't be wouldn't be going near him at the moment, unfortunately. Do you want a straight swap? Yeah, we spoke about him all pod. Adam Elliott. Yeah, Adam Elliott. Sure. <laughs> you say five yeah, K too. The thing is, with I know with Cole's like Cole is a very proud New Zealander. And I was just witnessing his face change when he was talking about cheese and the disappointment. <laughs> Seemed like a disappointed father. And I usually Kyle's right behind his countrymen. So for him to actually say that cheese isn't is just blanking, I just he's think hurting. it's he's yeah, hurting. he's hurting bad. So I think it's a massive avoid. Andy, last question of the night goes to Nate Olson. Now he says he's got 23 trades left, given the news on Fafita. I'm thinking about swapping him out for you and Aiken. I'm also thinking about getting off one train and jumping on the Express to Price Rice Station with Leo Thompson to Adam Elliott. That leaves me 54K in the bank. What do you reckon? What is that station next to nine and three quarters or something? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not a train station to Trap City, I think it's fine. I think uh, that news on Fafita for me is... Is dynamite if I'm owning for feeder. Yeah, I, I I was so up and down with the topsy turvy scores. That just gives me a reason to sell him. Yeah, he's a he's a massive sell for me. Uh, pull the trigger on the Elliot trade. The only the only thing I don't like about well, the only thing I don't like about picking up Aiken is he's at his highest peak. Yeah, you know, with the whole buy low sell high. I know you're going to keep him. But he's probably going to be a. a Oh, a keeper, <laughs> but you're buying him a max price. He's not getting higher than that. Yeah, and I also think the calf injury kind of worries me a little bit. Yeah, too. so I think you can find another player if you got, especially if you're going to get it for feeder yep. for him. So I'd say you could probably be able to find another player. What about the poor, poor bastards that have got for feeder and Haas? There's going to be a lot of teams Ooh. with both. Yeah, that's and, just, Bro- and Brody Jones and Kurt Mann. Oh, yeah. that's just news to my ears, though. That's lovely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to hope you're a firefighter because you'll be putting out some fires this week. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm doing the same thing as Parramatta. I'm bouncing back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we'll do is we're going to end because we had Game Day Squad. Obviously, Gussie was on, on Sunday. So go back. If you want to learn a little bit more about Game Day. So Game Day Squad is a fantasy sports platform launching in Australia that utilizes both blockchain technology and NFTs. We had a really good chat to Gus on Sunday. But what we're going to do is we're going to open some packs. So both the boys have got some packs to actually rip open. Before we get to them, you can register a team for free now and open free starter packs. So just head to www.gamedaysquad.com.au. But Cole, why don't we kick off with you? I think you've got a rare pack to open. I think it's a three-way. Yep, yep rare three-pack, mate. Yep. Let's so get it I'll, going. Uh, I'll open them up, eh? Let's see if we can yep. get your face from disappointed to maybe happy. <laughs> I hope he gets the cheese. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I hope he gets <laughs> the cheese. <laughs> gets cheese. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be good for next a year. A cheese legend oh. card. Let's go. Talk us through your animations okay. and everything. All right, so I've just opened up the first one, the pack. My first card is a Corey Waddell silver. <laughs> oh, one, one mere choice. What a start. <laughs> the only one. 1.2 is that the cheese. silver, isn't it? That's silver, yes. Yeah, That's not silver. too bad. What a fantastic start. He's a starter. Right. Look, he's playing 80 yep. minutes. <laughs> i got another silver, Phoenix Crossland. Oh, your, your, your pack is dirty. <laughs> Did you, the the up, did you give him the dodgy pack? I actually put cheese in there. Please, cheese. Come on, cheese. let's bring it home the third. Open, cheese. open the last one. Eh? Here we go. Oh, what a, what a absolute legend. 1.2 silver. Wade Egan. Oi, the Warriors. He's got a, what, his Warriors hooker. At least you got him. It's a dud one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Now, Andy, you've got another. Do you have a nine pack or a three pack to open? Uh, I've got. 
Oh, no. What have I done here? I think you might have a three-pack to open. I've got a three-pack here. We'll open that. Let's go and see if Andy has more luck all than right, you do. Open it all. It's spinning. What this thing's gourds? exploded onto the screen. Imagine he gets the cheese. Hope he gets cheese. Oh, I've got a Paddy Carrigan. Oh, he's back from injury too. He's back. So yeah, that's good because he's, he's he could be the new Broncos enforcer. So all the bounce back factor, Cody Walker. Oh, I like that one. At a one point two, so that's that not silver? too bad. Yep. That is a a one point two. It's in gold, I think. And the last one is a bit of a, a down one is Thomas McKayley from the Tigers. Oh yeah, I don't so that, like that. that's, Cody, that's up, up and Cody. down. I think Cody's not too bad there. Cody, nice pack. Yeah, it's nice. Nice boys, well, well done. Just remember, go to gamedaysquad.com.au. Like I said, open cards for free. Now tomorrow, buy, hold, sell, and avoid. We have got Shooter and Cooper Johns, Corby, oh, making <laughs> making his debut on the Wednesday show. Oh, look. That'd be exciting. I might, have a, I might try and uh, banter. <laughs> <laughs> so Thursday live Q&A with me. I'll work out the time and put that on Facebook. Remember the Talking League competitions, whether it's Game Day Squad or also Rugby League merch. I'll drop them over the next two days, 12 p.m. New South Wales time. So just head on to the Facebook page and, uh, yeah, leave your review. Leave your all guests. <laughs> so actually this week's going to be Nathan Cleary and Mitchell Moses and the other one's going to be so combined score, and the other one's going to be Jackson Hastings and Tommy Turbo as a combined score. Oh, that's a good one. He's back. Yeah, so get your votes in now. All right, guys, really, really no, I really enjoyed that. That was probably my favourite TLT discussion of the week. Well, there was so week. much to talk about. That was lovely. Yeah, well, I, I really enjoyed that. Thank you, uh, Jaden Nicarima, for replacing Cooper Johns <laughs> over here. <laughs> well done, Kyle. You've really, you know, you always raise the standards, mate. So appreciate no, your love insights it. this week, my man. Yeah, sweetest guys, no problem at all. Enjoyed it, thank you. Andy, bounce back, my man. Oh, I will. Don't worry, let's do this. See you guys. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning and the night I count stacks. Knew that this is real when I hit it from the back. <laughs> See you guys.